You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The swing and a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Well, well, well. Look at the young kids grow up in front of our eyes. A lot of fun to watch. We're going to talk about it at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. But before we do that, I have to get a lot I have to give a lot of credit to the Hall of Famer the voice of your Oakland Athletics. We did a little something here earlier today. A's total access Ken Korak came on and said that Verlander, we're going to rip that bum. He's old. He doesn't got it anymore. And we're not afraid of these Astros. And, Ken, you were correct. That's the way these guys feel, I think. Maybe. I don't know, man. Yeah, how do you how do you figure this game? It's great because we said during the, the broadcast, you know, in all due respect to Verlander, if this was like football or something, it wouldn't – I mean, it's like you don't have a situation where the Astros began this series – 20 games over 500, and the A's were 44 and 99. In other sports, you wouldn't win two straight if you were the team that was 44 and 99. But the beauty of baseball is what we've seen over these two days. And give the young A's a lot of credit, Chris. They played great. Yeah. And these guys, you know, they believe, they think they're going to win. I mean, they're not intimidated, they don't back down. And it's like, all right, it's Verlander, let's go. And that's the way they feel right now. And the other thing that's really interesting, Chris, is that the Astros have not been a good team at home. No. I don't know the answer to it. I'm not sure Dusty knows the answer either. But with this loss, they are a 500 team at home this year, 37 and 37. You know, I know people think I'm crazy after the game, and they think I'm crazy on A's cast live, and I'm just ranting and raving. But I've always felt that way. Ken, I've been covering sports for a long time, all the different sports, and we see this time and time again when you let young people grow together, that was our best chance to start winning. And we had such a hard time pulling the trigger and kept keep rolling out the veteran guys. And it's like you gotta you gotta rip the band-aid off and let the young guys go, and then you start to see. I mean, if yeah. you plant the seed and you water it, it will grow, and that's what we're seeing. It's a great point, and I've always felt that the front offices that try to play rotisserie baseball and add a guy from here or there and bring in veterans here and there. I mean, there's a time and place to do that, but you add maybe one or two guys when you really feel like you're ready to win, and those two guys can put you over the top. The best teams and the best teams the A's have had have been the ones that the guys, like you said, Chris, come up together through the minor leagues. They learn to win together in the minors. And uh, I think that just provides for a much better vibe on a ball club. And uh, that's what the A's have going right now. We said this earlier today on A's Cast Live. When you get into the postseason, 
the last team you want to face are these Houston Astros. Like, we start looking at the brackets. You do not want them in your bracket. You just, they're, 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 you know, all this, like, looking at the postseason, it's a crapshoot. It's no crapshoot going to six straight ALCSs, four World Series during that time, and winning two of them. Who's ever in the American League, they do not want the matchup with these Astros. It's true, but I think I would be a little concerned about their starting pitching. You know, I mean, we mentioned during the broadcast, you know, with Luis Garcia out for the year, and McCullers hasn't pitched at all this year, and Urquini is not the pitcher that he was as he missed half the season with a strained shoulder. Christian Javier's numbers are way down this year. Verlander is still really good, Chris, but he's not vintage Verlander now at 40. Let's face it, he's still a good pitcher. He has 11 wins. His ERA is still around, you know, 3.35 or something. But, you know, I'm not sure that they had, you know, Farmer Valdez is very good. Yeah. Even with the no-hitter this year, his numbers are down from last year. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure that they have the dominant starting pitching this year, but... You know, I think when the playoffs begin, and, you know, they haven't clinched the postseason yet, as you know. I mean, if the Mariners win the game tonight against the Angels, then it's going to be Texas back by one and the Mariners back by one and a half in the division. Yeah, I I, I, I wouldn't want them in the playoffs because every team's got warts. Every team, right. we don't have a Yankee, 1998 Yankee-style team right. out here. But I'd say, well, you know, you know what will be interesting? We'll let you go on this as we kind of look at the playoff picture is how many times Texas and Seattle are going to play each other down the stretch. They got two different series against each other. Seven of their last ten. Meanwhile, the Astros have not played the Royals yet. And they haven't played them yet. They have six games left with them. So that's kind of a crazy bit of scheduling that you figure would work in the favor of the Astros. They have three with Baltimore coming up next week, too. So, you know, that'll be interesting. Hey, I heard this today. You tell me what you think. It's interesting now that everybody plays everybody. This is the first time we've seen two teams have a win against everybody, Baltimore and Toronto. Is that a big deal in your eyes? You know, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. You mean they have a win against every team in baseball? Yeah, even in the two-game series, they did not get swept. They got at least one win. So there's 30 teams. So okay. you played the other 29 teams. You got at least one win against every team. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the minimum you would play against a team would be four, right? So I, I don't know. I guess, but you sh- you should if you're gonna if you're gonna play th- minimum of three, right? In the interleague, you know, that's the minimum you would play against a team. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Honestly, I don't think it's that big a deal uh, to me. Yeah, so, I yeah, you, on, you, would, you, play, you play three games against all the other interleague teams except four against your division rival. I heard that on Sirius XM, and I was like, they were kind of making a big deal out of it, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, know, I, I, I don't know if it's a big deal or not. No, just, I don't think it's, it's that big been, a deal. It's never been done, though. But, Will, we've never had a situation where you've, had, you've played everybody like we're doing now either. Correct. But, right. you know, at five years from now, they may be the only teams to do it. So <laughs> I just don't know if it's a big deal. That's well, why I go we'll, to you. We'll just have to wait and see on that, Chris. I'll take a pass on the analysis on that for now. So we got an earlier game tomorrow? Yeah, you're on at 1 o'clock tomorrow. I, I'll take this. This, kind of, this, kind of, this is my kind of schedule. Well, it's not for us because they haven't given us a day game here tomorrow. 
Oh, we're right. going to be, gonna be over like New Mexico or someplace in the middle of the night tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a good night. We will talk to you tomorrow. I'll talk to you, man. Kent Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. This is what we've been talking about, right? This is what we want to see. I don't want to see guys, and even though we still kind of see it, I mean, we we are still giving at-bats to guys in their 30s with negative wars. We're still doing that. Like, minus one. Like, no one else is doing that. Like, Tim Anderson is the only other guy getting that in baseball. We still are rolling guys out with negative wars over 30. But you got to take the good with the bad, and the good is this is what happens. Jeff Blum, the Cal alum, the World Series hero, broadcaster for the Astros. We've been texting during this game. And I'm like, you're going to love Geloff. Guy's legit. Right? Geloff doubles right out of the gate. Right after that, wham, Noda, base hit. Noda's red hot. Noda is hot right now. This is what it's about. Let these young guys play. Langoliers deep again. It's what we've been waiting for. How dare you hit for Lawrence Butler? Let him play. Let these kids play. Let them succeed. Let them fail. Soderstrom, oh, my God, two horrible-looking Ks. Then he got a base hit off Verlander. Nick Allen, two for four tonight. Let them play. You're starting to see what happens when you do it. Let them go. Let them play. You don't owe any veteran guy anything at this point. You don't owe them. I'll tell you what, these young kids are they're fun to watch. We told you this a while ago. Go to this. It will work. And if it doesn't work, then you realize the young guys you brought up are not good. But you're realizing the young guys you've brought up, they are good. Sit back and enjoy it, but let them play. The number, 833-625-2278. Your phone call's next. A's with the win. They win a series in Houston. And tomorrow they go for the sweep. How about that? You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff. They just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut-up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 21st, get Xfinity Gig Internet for $25 a month for two years when you add Xfinity Mobile. Plus, add Now TV for $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless bill and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions supply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile and Now TV require Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular rate supply. Actual speeds vary. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. 
Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Now here's the pitch, and Kemp hits a drive into right, and Tucker's going back on this at the track, leaping at the wall, and it is gone. Tony Kemp has homered on the first pitch of the fifth inning. A leaping attempt by Tucker in right field couldn't bring it back. And the Athletics have taken a 5-1 lead. This is A's Clubhouse. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Johnny D with Tony Kemp after the game. We're on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony Kemp with us, TK. What a win. And I'll yeah. tell you what, you have been such an inspiration to young kids coming up here, the Butlers, the Geloffs, right. these guys coming up, the Soderstroms. That leadership role, it's amazing how quickly it goes from when you were a young player and now you're a veteran. How's it been? Yeah, it's been great, uh, you know, especially this role. I mean, obviously not the season that we've wanted, but, you know, this second half, you know, the team's really turned it around. And, you know, these young guys are bringing a lot of energy. And especially tonight, you know, this, you know, Verlander's a, a future Hall of Famer. And we had a really good plan against them, a lot of hard outs tonight. And um, I think the biggest thing is we're just having that confidence of belief in ourselves that we can go out there and win big league ball games. Feels good. I know it feels good to come back here and not only have the success you're having, yeah. but to see so many old friends. You oh, know, it's a, when you come back here, yeah. you were beloved here. How, yeah. How is it coming back? Yeah, it feels like home. Uh, you know, obviously went to the playoffs a couple times, won a World Series over there, and um, you know, it, it, it feels a little sweeter when you when you when you get that W. So yeah. uh, taking a series is huge, and especially against a team that you know is in first place and a team that knows how to win. And um, you know, I feel like. Having that understanding of what it's like to play in environments like this is what the young guys are really getting that experience. And that's all I'm telling them is like, you're going to get better with time. Um, you know, this is parts of eight years for me, and you know, I'm still learning the game, and I'm still trying to sharpen my mental tools. And, you know, it's not always physical, but you always want to go out there and give it your best and always believe that good things can happen. You know, you take so much pride in your defense and the, the, yeah. your position, the way you the way you track down balls, your reads. Mm-hmm. That that comes in times. I think you're a better outfielder now yeah. than you were even a few years ago. Yeah, I, I would probably have to agree with you on that just because getting more and more reps out there. And, you know, like I always said, you know, those guys are pitching for their families as well. And, you know, if I can save a run or save a hit any way I can, you know, my body really doesn't matter at that point. It's uh, whatever I can do to get the out. And, uh, you know, JP pitches butt off. We had a lot of guys just really till the rubber and do what they need to do. Played good, good clean baseball. JP with that unbelievable double play, I'll probably see that on Sports yeah, Center later. And, exactly. Uh, you know, those are the little things. The little things are the big things. And we just have to continue to have fun. You know, it's like you get caught up in having this as a job and occupation that you forget that you're actually playing big league baseball and just just to enjoy it, man. And uh, I think the biggest thing that, you know, we're doing is just trying to have more fun. Hey, go and celebrate with the teammates. Thanks for the visit. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jay. All right. As TK, our guest. Hey, Townie, let's send things back to you. You know, when you think about J.P. Sears and you look at how he's finishing, in September, I got to get my old ERA, the old ERA calculator out here because I, I, I'm very impressed and I'm happy for him because there was so much of this talk about what needs to happen with him as he's struggling. In, in August. He was struggling in August. There There is no question about it. And I laugh. There were calls for 
Shut him down. Chris, you got to shut him down. He's failing. He, he He's tired. Something's wrong. Shut him down. Well, now J.P. Sears in three games in September has a 1.59 ERA. 1.59 ERA. Back-to-back wins over the Angels and Blue Jays coming into tonight. And what does he do? He wins again. That's three wins in September. Six innings, two runs. We all sure we want to shut him down in August? Because we don't want him to fail? Because everybody's a snowflake? No. Let him finish the season. Finish strong. Learn how to get to 30 starts. What a season for J.P. Sears. He has grown in front of our eyes over and over, and it's been awesome to watch. Absolutely awesome. You know, you talk about going into next season, and I know this season's not over, but looking at this September, looking at the year, and you're going to be saying to yourself, you know, thank God we got J.P. Sears. Was he the guy, everybody? I mean, everybody, ah, oh, Medina, the flamethrowers. How hard How hard does a guy throw? What's his velocity? We're so addicted to velocity. Mason Miller throws so hard. Oh, boy, he's the future. You think Mason Miller's the future? No. The future is what you saw on the mound tonight. 29 starts, 157 and two-thirds innings. You have found a guy that's going to be a part of the future. I would like Mason Miller to be a part of the future. I would like Luis Medina to be a part of the future. But I I, I don't know. I think I know about J.P. Sears. We saw J.P. Sears. We saw him start against the A's as a Yankee. This kid battled his way up through the Yankees system as not a top prospect and got a chance to play in the Bronx. And we traded for him. And there's been times where he looks really good. There's times where he's got lit. But he keeps taking the ball. And you keep taking the ball, and you're smart, and you keep learning, you will get better. And that's exactly what J.P. Sears has done for the athletics. And you take the ball over 30 times now when we are now, I mean, it's it's all over. Ever since since what happened in Seattle, you got so many people are upset with pitching right now. I I applaud J.P. Sears. You know, we talked about Ken Waldachuk last night. Ken Waldachuk is another guy. He hasn't had a good year, but you know what he's done? He's pitched, and he's gotten better. They pitched. They haven't been shut down. They didn't need a breather. And you've put, you've put Ken Waldachuk opener, non-opener, the follower. You've started. I mean, Ken Waldachuk has pitched in all these different roles. It's been a – it's been – A year of chaos. We always talk about the best thing to do is to not put players in 
roles of chaos. We put Ken Waldachuk in nothing but chaos. In a year where we're still talking about patience and trying to find and trying to learn, we've Ken Waldachuk's been all over the joint. But now Ken Waldachuk, luckily, as of right now, the way he's owned lately has overcome that. And you start thinking to yourself, well, you know, Paul Blackburn, I, I'm pretty sure Paul Blackburn's going to be here. J.P. Sears is going to be here. Ken Waldachuk, the way he's round into foot. Okay, now, you know, there's three. Then you got a bunch of other guys that are going to be coming, and they're going to be fighting for, for opportunity. That's a good thing because you need all the arms you possibly can get. But bravo, J.P. Sears. This is what you do to set yourself up for having a real career. Adapt or die. Brad Pitt said it as Billy Bean in Moneyball. Adapt or die. We got a lot of pitchers dying. And I'm not trying to paint a great picture, but adapt or die. They don't adapt. They're throwers. They've been taught, just throw hard. Don't go for a long time. Just try and strike everybody out. And we move them around from organization to organization, and they're gone. J.P. Sears is out there pitching. And he's starting to set himself up for a nice little career. You know what happens when you have a nice little career? You set yourself up financially for the rest of your life. A couple good years, a couple of years of taking the ball, 30 times a year, going to get paid. I'm not saying crazy money, but enough money that, I don't know what J.P. Sears wants to do with the rest of his life after baseball. But he'll have a choice. Good for him. I'm really I love talking to him. I think he's a smart kid. He's a disciplined kid. And I just appreciate somebody who has a lot of pride in their work. A lot of pride that I show up. I show up. I'm here to play. I don't want a day off. I don't want a mental rest. I don't need time. I want the ball, and I want to get the very, very most out of my career. Give me the ball, and I'll pitch. That's refreshing, isn't it, to have somebody like that? Someone that goes to the post, someone that you can rely on. We've had an up-and-down year of guys you don't know when. Is this guy going to pitch? Does he need an opener? Does he need this? Does he need that? J.P. Sears has looked at the front office and the coaching staff and said, give me the ball. And even though it was rough, I'll overcome it. I'm very happy for JPC or, but for JP Sears. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Hell, I wish we had five JP Sears. I wish we had five guys who had the guts to take the ball every five days. 
And no, you're not ending up in the trainer's room. No, I don't have to send you to the doctor. No, we don't have to worry about shutting you down and how when you're going to be back. And when you come back, we can barely pitch you. I mean, this happens everywhere in baseball. J.P. Sears, he doesn't throw 100, but guess what? I know he's going to take the ball and give me a chance. Right? At this point, isn't that what we want? Man, show up and pitch. Do your damn job and give me a chance to win. That's J.P. Sears. Yeah, I wish we had 10 of them. I wish we had 10 J.P. Sears. People go out, they're competitors, take pride in what they do. Not enough of J. There's not enough J.P. Sears out there, I can tell you that. Great win tonight. Let's. We got to get into Langoliers, Geloff. I gave my comp. To Jeff Blum tonight. He loved it. And also get you updated on some noted numbers. That's all coming up next. A's with the win over the Astros 6-2. The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, it's Eno Saris, your friendly neighborhood baseball scribe. There are two things I love, baseball and beer. When I'm not busy around the ballpark, you'll likely catch me back with a cold one at any of Fieldwork Brewing's eight locations sprinkled across the Bay Area. Fieldwork's got a rotating lineup of over 20 beers on tap that's as diverse as any 26-man roster. They got everything from super juicy, hazy IPAs to crisp pilsners and tropical sours that make your taste buds do the wave. Whether you're all about that draft life or prefer to grab some cans to go, Fieldwork's got your bases covered. Check them out at fieldworkbrewing.com to learn more. That's fieldworkbrewing.com. Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family. My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent. From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. And here's the pitch, and that's swung on a deep drive into left, way back. How far is that going to fly? Man, the A's are red hot with a long ball right now. A tremendous shot to left by Langoliers. Two-run home run, 108.3 off the bat. And it's 3-0 A's in the first. They have rocked Verlander at the beginning of this ball game on this Tuesday night. And right now, the Astros fans are thinking, who are these guys? We thought these guys were on the verge of losing their 100th game this year. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. You're damn right it's a winning streak. 
really weird tonight. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Verlander throwing a lot of change-ups, getting beat with change-ups. I don't know if he's working on stuff or what. It just didn't look right, his normal self. But you know what? Who cares? Most earned runs he's ever given up to the A's in 28 career starts. Haven't we talked about learning? They're learning, and it's great. You know, Ryan Noda came into this game hitting 293 the last 11 games with a 941 OPS, three home runs, eight RBIs, eight runs scored. What does he do tonight? Ryan Noda, double RBI and hit by pitch. On base, two more times, base hit and the RBI. What a player he's turning out to be. What a combination Geloff and Noda are turning out to be. Because what you start to have, now that now that Noda's hitting, like we saw Noda doing a great job of getting on base, but it was like, okay, is he going to hit? Is the bat ever going to catch up to this great eye? We called it a mature eye. He truly knows his strike zone. Let's see what, uh, yeah, he's still sporting an 808 OPS. And the slug is now getting better to go with that grade on base percentage. You just look at the two of them. Let me get to, uh, let me get to Geloff here. And the number is 833-625-2278. Just checking some of the gal. I mean, yeah. These two guys are getting on base at a high rate. And they're forming a one two punch. And I, I and, and 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 I'm at a point to where I guess you're gonna keep rolling Kemp out there, I guess. Yeah, you don't have Ruiz out there for some reason. I don't care if Verlander's pitching. I want Ruiz to play. But I kind of like this. Stop messing with the leadoff spot with with Geloff and Noda. Have Geloff hit second. Have Noda hit third. From here on out. No matter who's pitching. That's what what the A should do. Geloff, you hit second. Noda, you hit third. And to watch, we're, we're, we're getting closer. And it's amazing how... You know, numbers, round numbers, even numbers can change things. You know, as we are getting closer to Shea Langoliers putting up 20 home runs, man, that really changes how you look at him. He's got 19. Remember, it was about a week and a half ago, I go, you know, I think he's going to get to 20. And he's remained hot. He's homered in three of his last four games. He's going to be just the fourth athletics catcher, Oakland athletics catcher, to hit 20 home runs. How about that? Gene Tennis, Terry Steinbach, Ramon Hernandez, and Shea Langoliers. Now, I know with Shea, we're not going to sit here and say a 207 batting average. I mean, you got to clean that up. 
you got to get better. But it's impressive. We've watched him, the way he throws, and now you're going to say 20. I mean, one of he's – I mean, pop, pop, Pops went out tomorrow night, and we still got games left. He ends up with like 22, 23. It's going to change the way you view his year. And you start to wonder, are we talking about a guy that's got – and I know this is cart before the horse. I get it. When a guy really starts to get comfortable and know what he's doing, is Langoliers a 30-home run guy? How about that for an A's catcher? A 30-home run guy? Now, I know his defensive run saved, and it's not good, but it is a very odd year with how many guys he's had to catch. I mean, that's been rough. You think of all the different guys he's had to catch. Speaking of putting a guy in a world of chaos, that's what you've done. But he's thrown the ball well. And next year, and, and, you know, I know it's a long way away, but he gets well. If he he gets into 22-23 range, you're going to be looking, is he a 25-plus? Hell, is he a 30-plus? He was terrible at the beginning of the year. If we went by, because I can do it. Hold on. Let me click on Langoliers here on the old iPad. And we can look at the game logs. I mean, just think about it. In April, in April, he did have six home runs in April. Hit 227. All right. In May, he had one home run and hit 200. Ouch. In June, he hit two home runs. And hit 182. (laughs) July, one home run, hit 200. I mean, he was brutal. But then he started to get hot. Six home runs, 232 in August. And then now he's hitting 200, but three home runs. I mean, you're going to have to... You know, Daniel Susak, and we talked to his manager, Bobby Crosby, today. By the way, Bobby Crosby was fabulous today on Ace Cast Live. Go to athletics.com to download athletics.com slash A's cast to download it or go to the A's YouTube channel to watch it. Bobby was great. And Bobby, there's a lot of people that think, hey, this Susek guy could play. So you know what? Not only is Langoliers going to have to hit bombs, he's going to have to hit a little He's going to have to hit. He's going to have to hit a little more. But that's the challenge, and that's great. But if he puts out 25 to 30, whoo. That is a whole different story. And, of course, Geloff. Isn't it just so Geloff? First time face Verlander. First two at-bats. Double to right center. Double down the left field line. Isn't that so Geloff? This kid's prime time. Could sit here and talk about him all night long. I gave Jeff Blum for the Astros my, I was texting him my Ryan Sandberg comp. He loved it. Geloff is fabulous. 
This kid is, I mean, I got to see his interview. I'm not going to play it, but I got to see his interview on NBC after. And it was kind of like, ah, did you keep the ball that you hit off Verlander? He's like, no. Gallo's prime time, man. He's not. He he's at a point. He's gained the confidence. He's got superior belief. It's called the it factor, and this guy's got it. Another great win for the A's. The number eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. Your phone calls. We're gonna hear from the manager. And we're going to hear from Geloff. That's all coming up right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try the world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Jessica has to take her kids to school, go to the supermarket, finish the sales report for her boss, do the laundry, help her mom with her doctor's appointment, get the car washed and the oil change, walk the dog, go to the pharmacy to get her daughter's allergy medication, remind her husband again to take out the trash, meal prep, call her dad. Life doesn't stop, but your Medi-Cal coverage just might. That's why Kaiser Permanente wants to remind you that you may need to renew your coverage. Go to kp.org slash stay covered and get the information you need. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. The new summer colors and prints are in stock. The new polos, lightweight, all the colors you want. Fabulous. We got our new order. My wife is so happy that I'm dressing so much better. All thanks to Link Soul. You name it, whether it's polos, whether it's shorts, anything for your summer needs, you need to revamp your wardrobe. You go to linksoul.com and they got great summer deals. Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com. 
Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Gas mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. 3-2 pitch swung on a drive in the left center field gap and deep. It's going and it is gone! A three-run homer for Rucker and the A's win it 9-7. You're listening to A's Cast. And the fish to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's the pitch. J.P. throws and Alvarez swings and misses. Down he goes on a breaky ball. Once again, Sears limits the damage largely because of his own brilliant play. And after five complete, the A's lead the Astros 5-2. Is on the way. And Altuve hits a broken bat loop on the infield. J.P. goes back and makes a great catch. Throws back to first for a double play. What an amazing play by J.P. Sears. Holding a third is Dubois. A broken bat loop over the mound. And Sears, like a wide receiver going back with his back to home plate, cradles it with a great over-the-shoulder catch. Maldonado had drifted off the bag at first. Sears had the presence of mind to throw to first and complete a 1-3 double play. Uh, If he doesn't get that and that falls and Altuve's safe and you got bases loaded, nobody out, and Pena coming to the plate and he would hit a double the next at-bat, but of course you never know how things change, but you would have bases loaded, nobody out in the fifth. It would have been panic time. But what a play by J.P. Sears. Super athletic, great call by Korak, like a receiver, over the shoulder catch, and then just not happy with himself. J.P. Smart makes the great play and then boom, zips over to first base. Knowing the situation, knowing what's going on, the, the, the moment was not too big. Loving everything about J.P. Sears. As the A's have won 12 of 21. I got to do a little more ERA calculator here because the A's rotation at a 3-2-3 ERA last 12 games. Man, you throw six more innings on that and just two earned runs. The A's ERA for starting pitching last 13 games. Pretty damn good. The data doesn't lie. And we got to give that guy credit, Scott Emerson. I know it's late, but guys are getting better. That's what you got to ask from your coaching staff. You're never losing if you're learning. (laughs) But it's true. At some point, guys got to get better, and they're getting better. A good teacher, no matter how good the student is, no matter how good the student is, after a year, they'll learn something. And everybody learns a different way. 
Everybody progresses a different le- what different way. Everybody matures a different way. And a good teacher will figure out how to reach everybody. And by the end of the year, some kids learn more than others. But a good teacher, everybody in the class will have somehow gotten better. And that's what's happening here. And that maturity is a big thing. And sometimes, you know, it takes a, a while for certain people at their maturity to figure it out. And on that note, we go to Greg and Slow. Greg, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Mr. Mature, Greg and Slow, teaching class. How's it going, Tony? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Anytime we beat the Lastros, especially for all the crap they were talking at the beginning of the season when their Twitter was out and they were talking about nobody showing up at our games in Oakland and sticking it in our faces, nothing better than beating them when it counts the most at the end of the season when they need wins. So that's always extra sweet. And you know what? We should tell them, hey, can we just play you the rest of the year because you stink and and we got a good idea. We can take you down. Can we just stay in Houston and play here? Yeah, they're terrible at home. That little band box, how are they not good at home? It makes absolutely no sense. We love playing. We're, we're having a great time in Houston, but, you know, that's the like Ken Quark said, the weirdness of this game. Who, who would have thunk it? Yeah, but there's something about them when they get in the postseason, they become the boogeyman. Yeah, and, you know, you look at Verlander, 11-8, and eight, looks pretty pedestrian today. The regular season doesn't really matter. They brought him over for October baseball. So, you know, I, I like that we beat him. Don't get me wrong. He's owned us for, God, it seems like two decades. But, you know, the young guys don't care. They don't care what Verlander did in Detroit against the A's. You know, they, I mean, they don't they, – they, they, God, they probably weren't even alive when that happened. So they're just out there, and they see a Hall of future Hall of Famer out there, and they're just ripping, man. I mean, Geloff, two back-to-back doubles. I mean, you think he cares what Verlander did in Detroit? I mean, he's just up there um, – Awesome. Just awesome. Awesome to watch that guy. And um, I like Lears. I mean, you know, Tony, I've always kind of said, and, and obviously it hasn't been that long because Lang Lears has just been up here for a short time, but I kind of said his ceiling would be Sean Murphy. And that's okay. I mean, Sean Murphy's an all star catcher. You know, I, I look at Lang Lears' numbers at the same age that Murphy was, and I think Lang Lears actually is going to have better offensive numbers at the same age, you know, when, when Murphy was Lang Lears' age. So, Again, I, I, I just I just don't think Langlears is ever going to be a 240, 250 hitter. And that's okay. If you're telling me he's going to hit 30 home runs, 28 home runs, I'm okay with that. That's your catcher. So if you're going to give me 28 and 75 every year, you know, batting average is, is such not a big deal to these young hitters anymore anyways. I think it's still important. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little more old school when it comes to I think a batting average is an important thing. It still holds value. But if you're telling me Langlears is going to be 230, 235, but hit 30 and drive in 80, I'm okay with that. I tell you this, he's never going to be the defensive guy that Sean Murphy is. He, I mean, because obviously Murph as an all-around defensive catcher, and that's with blocking balls and everything, but Langlears has thrown out more runners, so he's got a hose. Uh, but I think he has the ability, no question, to be a far more productive offensive player than Sean Murphy was for the A's. Sean Murphy was all right. Langoliers can run. 
Langoliers hopefully will kind of, as we talk maturity, will, will the batting average will raise. And, yes, you want batting average because it helps your math. It brings everything up. But, yeah, if you start talking about 25 to 30 bombs, a bunch of RBIs, extra bases because he's got the speed. Remember, Langoliers can move. I mean, he might just be scratching the surface of something special. And his two – I mean, you hit 240 and give me 30 bombs – We've got something real special. No, I agree. And like you said, with, with, with when you talk about the, the defensive part of his game, and, and, you know, I think just as important is, is knowing your staff, you know, calling a good game for your staff. And he's had to work with a million pitchers this year. But when it comes to, like you said, the arm, he, he's, he's, he's got a hose for an arm. I think he's going to get better defensively, you know, blocking baseballs, you know, just kind of positioning kind of stuff. That's stuff he's going to work on in the offseason, and it's just going to get better with more reps, with more time. So, you know, I agree with you. I think Murphy is going to will, will, will probably always be a better defensive catcher than Langlears, but I don't think it's going to be a long shot better defensive player. I think, I think Langlears is, you know, with the more reps, you know, he might not ever be that level of a Murphy, but I don't think he's going to be that far behind. And if he's better offensively, who cares? We need offense. The A's need offense. We need to score runs. We need guys that can drive the ball to the ballpark. So, you know, I always kind of said that that's the ceiling for him, but you know what? That, that That's not a bad thing. Sean Murphy's an all-star. I mean, Sean Murphy started out the season, and people were talking about the MVP, Sean Murphy. So, you know, again, if you look at their ages, you know, right now, Lang Lear's at his age, at Murphy's age, I, I think he's going to probably finish with, with, with better numbers once the season's over. So, it's it's awesome to see him get hot. You know, I think the, the roller coaster of like you talked about. The, well, the well, how June about this? How about this? Right now, let me look it up. I think Shay Langoliers is 25 years old. So just to give everybody an idea of where we're at, Shay Langoliers is 25. So next year he'll turn 26. Sean Murphy, as an Oakland Athletic. At 26 years old, played in 119 games, hit 216, had 17 home runs, 59 RBIs, and a 710 OPS. Now, that was the year he won the gold glove, but he hit 216, 17 home runs, 59 RBIs, and played in 119 games. That was his first full season. At 26, do we think that next year, I mean, already this year at 25, he's played in 121 games. So next year at the age of 26, now whatever Murph is doing now in Atlanta, that we're not, we're talking about what he did for the A's in this ballpark, comparable apples to apples. Murph's first year, defensively gold glove, offensively, yeah, all right. I definitely think pretty much all those numbers, Langoliers can fly by those next year. I agree. It's it's just going to get better with more time, more abs, more reps. So, you know, I, I said the ceiling was Murphy. You know, maybe maybe he exceeds that. I mean, which again, that's not. I, I don't think saying your your ceiling is Sean Murphy is a bad thing. Like I said, he's an all star. He's 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 going to be playing for a World Series championship this year and a, and a main cog in that that Atlanta lineup. So, you know. Thrilled, thrilled to have Langlers back there. Thrilled to see his his progression as the season's moved along, and look forward to him next year behind the dish, no doubt. Um, you know, with the pitching county, it's interesting. I think one of the most shocking things about this series so far is that the A's bullpen hasn't given up a run. 
I think we're 10 innings in, no one runs against the Astros in that band box. I think that's the most shocking stat of all and, and, and an awesome stat. I mean, the, 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 bullpen's been, <laughs> the bullpen's been lights out, which we haven't said that really at all this season. It's been a dumpster fire. So, you know, that, that's, that's a shocking stat. And, and I think, you know, I, I'm kind of trying to think how the organization is thinking, Tony. And it's kind of one of those things as a fan, you kind of try to analyze and you're trying to kind of figure out what the team's doing, you know, in a season where you're trying to do a lot of figuring out, you know, with, with, with the whole pitching thing, you know, the A's, I guess if you look at MLB.com and kind of how they rank the farm systems, the A's don't have, you know, consider a good farm system, and that includes pitching. So I, I'm, I'm kind of trying to understand what they're thinking as far as just 30, 40 pitchers, you know, have them battle it out the rest of this season, have them battle it out in spring training next year, and just handpick guys and put them in their spots. Obviously, Sears is going to be in the rotation. He's earned that right. You know, like you said, taking the ball, you know, 30 times, that that, that, that speaks for itself. You know, a lot of question marks after that. I think Waldachuk, you know, he's going to be in there. Hopefully we can maybe sign another one or two rotation guys. But I'm kind of starting to kind of understand what, what, what the organization is thinking when it comes to the pitching. you got a lot of guys that are just going to be competing for a lot of spots. And I think without having that big, huge, top prospect, you know, pitching guys in the minors, I mean, I think I still think, you know, Mason Miller is our – you know, he's our electric top prospect, could be superstar kind of guy, but we don't really have a lot of those kind of guys in the farm system when it comes to the pitching. So I'm kind of trying to now to, to, to figure it out and kind of understand what the organization is thinking and how they're just going to have it out in, in spring training. And there's going to be a, a, a lot of guys that, that are going to have opportunities. So, you know, with, with, with trying to think about that, it's also still head scratching that, that, that Ruiz is still, you know, sitting on the pine. It, it's like, if, even if you want to win ball games, you line up Ruiz and you line up Kemp. Well, in my opinion, Ruiz, and I think it's a fact, Ruiz has better numbers. I, th- I think Ruiz provides more in the lineup than a Kemp does. So if it's not about that, winning ball games, we want to play the young guys and give them a shot. Well, we're, Tony Kemp's not a young guy. He, he's probably not going to be at this club next year. So I just I don't understand the thinking. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, Kotze wants to win games. Okay, we'll play the better guy. You know, on paper it says Ruiz is a better guy, so I just I just can't see what Ruiz has to do to get four abs every game. I don't get it. I'm with you. I really am. I I don't understand the need to play older players who have drastically negative wars. Mike, since everything is broken down by numbers and by data, okay. Let's break it down by numbers and by data. I don't understand why veteran guys who are not the future and have negative wars have to get in games and have to play. And I remember, and I've, I've tried to combat everybody respectfully because the numbers started showing that the first-year players, if you took the first-year players and took all their numbers as a whole and you took everybody else's numbers as a whole, the first-year players' numbers are better. So if you want to go the, the the data game with me, I can round up all the first-year players, put them all into an equation, and call it war, and then I can take everybody else and put them into uh, together, put them in a equation. The first-year players' war is better. And that's been my point. They Not only are they your the guys you need to grow with, they actually give you the better chance to win now. The younger guys give you a better chance now. 
not the veteran guys. The veteran guys got your ass to a record of 46 and 99. They got you here. The team that's keeping you from getting to 100 losses yet, and the team that's giving you a reason to show up and watch, the team that's giving you a chance every night is the young guys. So you can sit here and go chalk with your old-school baseball crap that people have been shoving down my throat for years, and I go, back of the baseball card, blah, blah, blah. The first-year players are the only ones that have been balling. And the first-year players are the guys that are worth watching. They give you the chance to win. And finally, it took us forever to go with that, but we just can't let it go. We got to make sure Tony Kemp's in there. We got to make sure Diaz hits for Butler. I mean, it's just like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And that's why, Greg, I said earlier, I said, you know what? It will be a time, and everybody, everybody, everybody lets it go. Because, you know, the offseason hits, you get to spring training, something new. But, I mean, I don't know how I'm not going to look back and go, why were we giving certain guys so many at-bats when we could have given opportunities to other younger guys? Well, I love the term that you used, Townie. It was on a, a, about a week ago. It was on, on the clubhouse show. Precious. These, these at-bats are precious for young guys. They really are. And, and, and I couldn't agree with you more. A guy like Ruiz, you know, and, and what really scares me, Tony, what makes me sick to my stomach to think about is other teams, they're scouting the A's. Like you said, you're not just trying out for the A's. You're trying out for a bunch of other ball clubs. Other teams scout the A's, and they see a guy like Ruiz. And it makes me sick to my stomach to think Ruiz moving on to another team and stealing 75 bags and hitting 260 and scoring 80 runs, 90 runs, something like that. You know what I mean? That's what makes me sick to my stomach because I really think he brings something to the ballpark that not not a lot of guys bring to the ballpark. I mean, speed shows up every day. And, you know, if he was hitting a buck 90, you know, like a Kevin Smith, you know, two, uh, 205, you know, whatever. He's not he, – he's – He's done enough to get ABs. He's 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 far from killing you in the lineup. He actually brings something that we need that is very valuable, and it's going to be heartbreaking to, to to see, you know, because I don't know what the A's are going to do with him. I mean, if you're not playing him every day now, I mean, what does the future hold for Ruiz? It's scary to think that he could be in another uniform, and that's 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 what keeps you up at night, brother. Uh once again, I hate that we're having this love fest tonight on agreeing with each other, but <laughs> I, 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 I'll give you another one, and I know I've mentioned it. That's how I feel about Waldachuk. The same way that you just said about Ruiz, I agree 100%. I, I'm worried about Waldachuk. I'm worried that Waldachuk this whole year has, has just been this – this chaos, right, for Waldachuk. And there, there's times he's been terrible. I mean, there's no question there's times he's been terrible. But we see, like you've seen, the last game last year when he outdueled Otani, we, we're starting to see it right now. We're seeing the talent. Like, like I could just, like, in two years look up and I'm watching MLB Network quick pitch at night and there's, like, Waldachuk winning his 13th game dominating and I'd be like, oh, no, I told you. Have patience and teach him how to pitch. So I, I, I'm with you on Ruiz, and I feel the same way about Waldachuk. 
you know, you're a pitcher. You know how it is. These guys are creatures of habit and doing the opener and, you know, sending them down and putting them in middle relief. There was nothing to gain in a season like this. Just roll him out there like you rolled out a J.P. Sears. The bad starts are the bad starts. That happens to everybody. That happens to superstars, Hall of Famers, you know, early in their careers. Guys have bad games. That's part of it. So, again, like you said, the love fest, I totally agree. It would have benefited Waldachuk so much to just be like, look, you're a starter. We're not messing with it. You're not a middle reliever. You're not going to get an opener. We're going to roll you out there, and hopefully you'll take the ball 25 times this season. That'd be great. That's what, that's what should have been done. Yeah, Ruiz at this point that he's not playing when he – remember he used to play every day, and now he's not. It, it, it definitely is a question. Well, we got to – before I let you go, we got to disagree on something. You got to say something that makes me angry. <laughs> You I'm gotta, a knucklehead. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta say something. Did I just hear a knucklehead take by the 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 the, the perfect staff that you have? The unbelievable staff. They, they I'm a knucklehead. knucklehead. There you. I mean, that, that's your voice, not mine. Oh, hey, I I can't disagree with that. I mean, that is that is some impressive work by the staff right there. No doubt about it. Oh my god. You know, Tony, I think we agree more than you think. I, I, I think well, I don't that, uh, want to. I, it makes for ba- it makes it make it make it makes for bad A's cast, is what it does. <laughs> well, my fantasy football team's dominant, so I'm sure if I threw out some names that are going to have big years, you'd probably disagree with me. But okay, first baseball, of all, no, no, no grown, no grown man wants to hear about another grown man's fantasy team. <laughs> and and if and if you did, oh. he can't put it this way. I can't be friends. With people who want to tell me about their fantasy team, I just can't. Oh, I love. Come on, come on. Fantasy football's off, dude. NFL. What a what an opening weekend, dude. I mean, just flat out awesome, awesome weekend of football. And that is what baseball is competing with. It's like it. it it's like with all the lame stuff we got to deal with throughout the year, and people try, and then all of a sudden, week one of the NFL comes, blows everything out of the water, and I want to go see. This is what you're competing against. You're competing against the ultimate animal. This is entertainment at its finest. It's violence. It's football. It's just people going nuts. It's drinking. It's partying. It's America, man. That's what that's what we want. And you got baseball people who have just, you've been lapped. It's like baseball. You need to get hip again because football's hip. Everybody loves it. Men, women, kids, teenagers. Everybody loves the NFL. Baseball, you used to be that. You need to figure out how to get your groove back. How about them, Cowboys? I can't wait for them to choke. Oh, I can't wait for them to choke. Can you – it'll be so unbelievable if if, uh, Zach Wilson goes in there and beats them on Sunday. That will be incredible if that happens. I don't think it. I don't know if it will. I don't think it will. But you never know. That defense is for real. Thank you, Greg. All right, the number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. We're not against veteran players, but. We're about what's best for the organization long-term. You can have clubhouse leaders, clubhouse guys, guys that, you know, pass the torch, however you want to put it. 
But the precious at-bats, I forgot I said that. I'm glad Greg reminded me. The precious at-bats, they need to go to these guys, right? Like everybody's saying about how good Hernandez is down at AAA. Like, let's, let's see him. Let's see him get some at-bats. Look at the experience these guys got tonight facing Justin Verlander. I mean, that that's like a, that's like a man, I'm in the big league moment, right? I'm in the big leagues. I'm facing Justin Verlander. That's where you call home to mom and dad. Hey, I'm facing Verlander tonight. Make sure you tune in. Verla- I'm playing Verlander tonight. Hell, I would like to take an at-bat against Verlander. You know how awesome it would be? I mean, it would go pretty quick, but I would love it. I mean, to play against Justin Verlander? I mean, when you get an opportunity to go up against Kershaw or Verlander, one of these guys, as a first-year player, you'll never, ever, ever forget that. You'll never forget. It's your big league moment. Like, in your first year, you have a bunch of, it's your big league moment. But when you step into that box and you look out there and you're like, holy, that's Justin Verlander. Pitchers tell you all the time. It's like I'm on the mound. All of a sudden, there's Ken Griffey Jr. You're like, whoa. It's real. I I, used, I played, you know, you hear him, you hear people say it all the time. I, I always played him on the video game, and now I'm playing against him. He's real. There he is. It's Ken Griffey. It's Barry Bonds. It's Mark McGuire. Holy S-bomb. I'm actually playing. It's Trout. It's Otani. It's it's Judge. I'm actually playing against I'm playing against Aaron Judge. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's amazing. You're playing against Jordan. You're playing against Tom Brady. You're playing against Tiger Woods. You're at the highest level, man. That's how you learn. I mean, golf's a great example. How many times you gotta play in tournaments before you know how to win? You gotta make all these stops. You gotta take all these flights to all these different cities and play in all these tournaments and you miss cuts and you make cuts and you make a little money. It takes a while for you to really learn how to like, like how to be a pro, how to survive, how to feed your family. That's what we're doing here, folks. This ain't a hobby. This is not a hobby. This is your life. This is your career. This is how you're going to take care of yourself, your wife, your kids, your family. And the other guy's trying to take that away from you. So what are you going to do about it? And you learn. You learn facing Verlander. These at-bats are precious. Can't say that enough. All right, we got to hear from the skipper. 833-625-2278. Mark Hotsay next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, it's Eno Saris, your friendly neighborhood baseball scribe. There are two things I love, baseball and beer. When I'm not busy around the ballpark, you'll likely catch me back with a cold one at any of Fieldwork Brewing's eight locations sprinkled across the Bay Area. Fieldwork's got a rotating lineup of over 20 beers on tap that's as diverse as any 26-man roster. They got everything from super juicy, hazy IPAs to crisp pilsners and tropical sours that make your taste buds do the wave. Whether you're all about that draft life or prefer to grab some cans to go, Fieldwork's got your bases covered. Check them out at fieldworkbrewing.com to learn more. That's fieldworkbrewing.com. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ for me 
or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach, or time in the sun riding roller coasters, or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 21st, get Xfinity gig internet on the network made for streaming for $25 a month for two years when you add Xfinity Mobile. Switch today. Requires paperless bill and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. 
Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Outfield to pull, and here's the fish to Noda, and that's drilled to right down the line, and it's going to get down, and that's going to be off the base of the wall. Turning at third is Geloff to score, and Noda hit it so hard, he has to stop it first with a single. As Tucker plays it back, and against Verlander, the A's have a 1-0 lead right off the top. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Was well, a fun night in Houston. The A's again had everything going, and they've won back-to-back games. They've won the series with a chance to sweep the Astros tomorrow. We'll talk about that in a moment. But before that, let's hear from the manager, Mark Kotze. Nathan? Yeah, just how impressive was the next one. Yeah, it's another great game for us, um, you know, on both sides, uh, offensively and, and from from the pitching side. Um, you know, we, uh, we're playing, you know, really competitive baseball right now uh, against some really good teams, and uh, these young players are stepping up and, and performing. These last 20-ish games, like one of the best stretches of y'all's season, have you noticed anything among the guys in the clubhouse, like more confidence or more preparation or anything like that? No, I think the confidence is, is probably showing more. Um, you know, these young, like I said, these young guys, um, you know, when they get here, it, it's, it's it's a mentality. It takes a mentality. It takes time to understand, uh, you know, um, what it takes to win at this level and, and compete every day. And I think they're, um, you know, growing um more accustomed to c- coming here and, and having that expectation level, and uh, they're going out and performing, uh, you know, to the best of their abilities right now. Is it, I'm sorry. Is it nice to see uh, Tony have that kind of moment against, you know, former team and you know, Verlander? Yeah, you know, I mean, Tony's been. Uh, He's had a challenging year. Let's just call it that. And, uh, you know, we talked before the game about, you know, he's got an expected batting average a lot higher than what his batting average is. And he continues to uh, come to the field every day and be a leader and, and a positive in that clubhouse with these young players. And to have a night for him tonight that, uh, you know, he ends up homering, uh, it's, a, it's a great sign. And, uh, you know, we kind of made a joke about it because everything he seems to hit has been caught lately. So that's the only way for him to get a hit, which uh, was nice to see. Obviously, all wins are, are good. But to come in here get take two out of the world depending world champions who are fighting for a playoff spot is, is that even more of a boost to a young team that's trying to build things yeah i think so you know we talked about trying to uh, to make a statement um you know that that we've obviously um, gotten a lot more competitive since the beginning of the year and uh, we knew that we had 18 divisional games that we've uh, in front of us and, and this was a part of our stretch that we wanted to go out and compete and 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 win baseball games in our division and uh, also um, you know kind of use this as a test to, to see where we're at going forward for next year do they ask a question y'all y'all what are you talking about y'all A's with the win in Texas, and we're all we're, we're all fitting and y'all happy tonight as we got the victory. All right, let's check the out of that's my I I got a horrible Southern accent. I'm not even gonna try and I'm not even gonna go there tonight. It's not good. 
All right, we're going to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Giants are down right now to the Guardians 3-1, to bottom of the ninth. 8 nothing Mariners at home over the Angels. That is key because the Astros lost. And the Rangers won in Toronto 6-3. to So we thought the Rangers could be in trouble going north of the border for four games, but they've taken the first two. We'll go over the standings in a moment. Dodgers lead the Padres 7-2. And the Yankees, they swept a double dip with the Red Sox today, 3-2 and 4-1. Red Sox and Yankees are both 73-72. and 73-72. and 72. I got to get to this note that I had. If they both miss the postseason... It would mark just the second time in the last 30 seasons that both the Red Sox and the Yankees have missed the playoffs. Goodness gracious! Oh, Susan! Oh, Susan! If they both missed the postseason just the second time, the last time was 2014. Roger Clemens! Roger Clemens is in George's box! White Sox over the Royals 6-2. Cardinals beat the Orioles 5-2. Pirates on top of the Nationals 5-1. Reds hanging in there in the uh, wild cards. They beat the Tigers 6-5. Bravos, Braves continue to roll a final in 10 over the Phillies 7-6. D-backs, come on, man. D-backs with the loss in New York 7-4. Josh Donaldson is back, baby. And he goes yard against the Marlins, and it's the Brewers over the Marlins, 3-1. to one. Go get him, J.D. Minnesota, 3. The Rays, 2. It was the Royals, 11. White Sox, 10. And the Rockies took down the Cubs, 6-4. to four. So, let's cruise on over and look at the standings. Houston leads the West by 1 over Texas by two over Seattle. Then you go to the wild card, and this thing's close because Houston's barely holding on. Texas has a half-game lead for the second wild card. Toronto's got a half-game lead for the third wild card. And Seattle is a half-game back. Boston and New York now seven games back of the final wild card. Buh, bye. See you later. So, technically, it's a four-man race between Houston, Texas, Toronto, and Seattle. It's a four-team race for three spots. Somebody's got to win the West, and someone's going to get the two extra wild card because Tampa, and Tampa is in. Baltimore has a three-game lead in the East, so both of them are in. Whether one will be the winner of the division, the other will be the top wildcard team. So you got four teams, Houston, Seattle, Texas, Toronto, four teams vying for three spots. That's where we're at. Great stuff. Absolutely love it. This is what it's all about, right? This time of the year, scoreboard watching, who's going to close it out, who's legit, who's going to make it in. 
All right, What's on Deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. It is actually a pretty early game. It's not a day game for the broadcasters, as you heard Ken Korak say, oh, it's going to be tough. For us, it's an early game. It's a 4.30 first pitch. It's 1 o'clock A's cast live. Paul Hembikides, better known on ESPN as Hembo, one of the great researchers and TV talents in in sports television, will join us at 1.30. And our old buddy, longtime baseball columnist Scott Miller, will be here at 2.30. So Hembo at 1.30, Scott Miller at 2.30, A's cast live. A's total access brought to you by Chevron, 3.30. That's going to be Tommy Everidge. With Ken Korak. And then first pitch at 410. The A's are going for the sweep. Coming up next, you're going to hear Bobby Crosby. And then after Bobby Crosby, the replay of the game. So if you miss this, a great, he's fabulous. Bobby Crosby on A's Cast Live earlier today, absolutely fabulous. By the way, Paul Blackburn against Hunter Brown tomorrow. Going to be a good matchup. A starters, remember this. If you can take one thing away from tonight's, one one thing away from tonight's show. Last 13 games, A starters have a 3.20 ERA. When's the last time we could say that? When's the last? The starting pitching's been awful this year. But the last 13 games, they've dealt and gotten better. 3.20 ERA. A's with the win, 6-2 over the Astros. Going for the sweep tomorrow. We'll see everybody at 1 o'clock. Have a good night. A's win, 6-2. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.